0: Today is Monday, January 30th, 2023. It seems as though the Miami Dolphins have got their man.
1: You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins, your team every day. You're on the Locked On Network. Today is January 30th, 2023. We got some reports over the weekend suggesting that a deal is done and that the Miami Dolphins have their new defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. We're going to talk about it here today on the show. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy done right. Pick two to six players and they score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can easily win up to 25x your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So there's two shoes to wear as it pertains to the Vic Fangio news. The first one being this while it was reported massively across the Dolphins' beat after Tom Pellicero had it first of NFL Network. And there is one Denver-based outlet, Mike Kliss, Um, and obviously Vic Fangio was the head coach of the Denver Broncos, who, after the Pellicero report came out, said, uh, I just spoke with Vic Fangio, there is no deal done yet. My f- first, and then obviously there's all the excitement and, and relief that comes to the Dolphins getting their guy. I would be inclined to say this. The Eagles played at 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and they played the 49ers, and they won that football game in the NFC Championship. Big Fangio right now is a defensive assistant the San Francisco 49ers. The Mike Kliss tweet went out at 3 or 2.45, 15 minutes before kickoff of the NFC championship game. So if he did indeed speak with Vic Fangio and Vic Fangio did indeed say, now there's no deal done in place yet. My first inclination would be that that would be out of respect for the team that Vic Fangio is currently coaching with. And uh, especially the timing of the report with the Eagles getting ready to kick off their game. But you had Rappaport. You had every significant person on the Dolphins beat. You had Pellicero, who obviously had it first. I, I think there's far too many resources who said, yep, the deal has been agreed to. And I'll read you the official Pelicero tweet that that kick-started the whole thing. Tom a NFL Network. The Dolphins have agreed to terms with Vic Fangio on a deal to make him the highest-paid coordinator in the NFL, per sources. It's a three-year deal with a fourth-year team option. Fangio, the former Broncos coach, is one of the football's best defensive minds. Huge get for Mike McDaniel. End tweet. That was then... Collaborated by every Dolphins beat media reporter that, that yes, source tells me the, the deal is done. So should you be worried by this Mike Kliss report? Probably not. Uh, I think there's way too much smoke right now for us to operate under the assumption that a deal is technically not done. And that, um, somebody else could come swooping in at the midnight hour and make a play for Vic Fangio. Now, with that said, as is with all things in the world, it's not done until it's done. Right. And when it's done, the team will announce it when it's formally done. Um, so we're not, we're not doing backflips this morning, but obviously it's, it's very exciting based on when we had the conversation even before we knew if Josh Boyer was going to be let go, we talked about the kinds of things that this defense needs. And they're the kinds of things that this defense is going to get with Vic Fangio and credit to the dolphins. We talk a lot about this ownership of Steven Ross and his willingness to spend money. And, and this is an example of, of that. And I don't know if with a coach as hot as Vic Fangio was from a market perspective. It's the potential Sean Payton landing, which sounds like it's not going to happen. Sounds like Sean Payton's going to go back to the booth for another year. It was the potential uh, Frank Reich uh, in Carolina with another big-time crazy spender owner in Dave Tepper. Like that—that's the kind of person you got into a bidding war with, presumably, and presumably won. That's not—it's not a small deal to outbid David Tepper, right? To make Vic Fangio the highest-paid coordinator in the league, according to this report from Tom Palisero, which we will find out the details of when it is formally done and announced. But that's not a small thing to do. Um. And while there is salary cap restrictions and strategy that is required uh, from a roster building perspective, there's no salary cap on coaches. There's no salary cap on resources. There's no salary cap on facilities. And the Dolphins, to their credit, have dropped big money on facilities, the new team facility, the coaching staff, this is an example of that. It's the best positioned from, if you just look at all X's and O's, Mike McDaniel's X's and O's on offense, and Vic Fangio's X's and O's on defense. This is probably the best coaching staff assembly that you have in Miami since Jimmy Johnson, probably. Well, the Dolphins have good have had good coordinators along the way, and they've had good young positional assistants who have gone to be very successful coaches. But I just mean at the top, the people in charge of both sides of the ball. It's a good place to be. No, it's not a good place to be. It's a great place to be. Again, assuming that it is indeed locked in place, and and we're going to sit here, and we're just going to make sure before we go too crazy because the NFL's a crazy world but i i do operate under the assumption that that this thing is done uh and it's it's a formality of waiting for the right time for the Philadelphia Eagles to come and go and uh, they're they're playing in the Super Bowl so um we'll see it's just my theory my strategy i don't have any inside information there or anything like that but just trying to read the tea leaves and re- read the writing on the wall for for why um someone who who is Connected to to Vic Fangio, would have said, Oh, no, it's not done yet. We are going to talk next about uh, Vic Fangio potential assistance coming in from his other stops along the way. There's one in particular that is of interest to me. But before we do, we got to tell you about our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy done. Right. Pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25x on your entry. There's no competing against other people. It is you versus the projections in house. Prize Picks offers projections on just about any sport that you can watch, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy with safe and fast withdrawals. It's currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So here's how you get going download the Prize Picks app. Or go to prizepicks.com to sign up today and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. So if you put in $100, they're going to give you another $100. If you put in $50, they're going to give you another $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for that instant deposit match up to $100.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: So I would imagine the assimilation of Vic Fangio when you are paying the dollars to Vic Fangio that the Dolphins sound as though, and I don't I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what the highest paid coordinator position in the NFL is. But if that person is going to be Vic Fangio moving forward, one would have to imagine Vic Fangio is going to have the opportunity to rekey, retool, and reassemble this coaching staff however he sees fit, right? That that is what comes with money is power. And in the lexicon of a veteran coach like Vic Fangio, who's been a head coach, who's been a defensive coordinator in a bunch of stops along the way, he's going to have his guys that he knows teach the system the way that he wants it to be taught. Now it's going to take a little bit of time for him to um, work with Mike McDaniel and and come through uh, the assistance on staff and make some changes or make some decisions. But we've already seen the Dolphins make a number of changes. The linebacker coaches, uh, not Coach Campanile, but the, uh, the other linebacker coaches. We obviously had some, some departures in the secondary as well, um, either for other jobs. Or just in general being relieved, so uh, I think that certainly opens the door. When you think about who you would affiliate with Vic Fangio, there's one name that, that kind of pops immediately. And if you guys have been um, been familiar with the Fangio tree, you know Ed Donatel, uh, former safeties coach. Uh, this past year was the defense coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. That feels pretty open and shut to me. Donatel was with Fangio um, previously, and it's kind of the Josh Boyer to Brian Flores, if you will. So there's the guy who's responsible for the defense running the way that it does. And then you have a trusted assistant who understands the scheme but just doesn't quite run it like the original Puppet Master did. And when I think about the Brian Flores-Josh Boyer relationship and how that played itself out, and I compare that to Ed Donatel and Vic Fangio, I think there's some parallels there because that Minnesota defense, if we're being honest, was not very good. They were like bottom bottom five in a number of of defensive statistical categories. So that's not to say that that Ed Donatel would not be a valued addition to this coaching staff. You just don't want him to be the defensive coordinator, and the Dolphins are in a position to make sure that that does not happen. So I think Ed Donatel is kind of the first name that you automatically circle and assume his stock is low because of the way that things went. In uh, Minnesota, have these numbers up for you um, as context for Ed Donatel. He's been a defensive coordinator in Green Bay, Atlanta, in Denver with Fangio the entire time that they were there. So he obviously had his hands on those top 10 scoring defenses in Denver. And then from the Denver defensive coordinator uh, to the Vikings defensive coordinator. And the Vikings were good at takeaways. And that's about it defensively. (laughs) They were 31st in passing yards allowed, 20th in rushing yards allowed, uh, 31st in total yards allowed, 28th in scoring defense, but ninth in turnovers. Uh, And they're adjusted uh, net yards per attempt from a passing defense perspective, 30th in the NFL. So this is not somebody that you're hiring to um, really move the needle, but this guy has been a defensive coordinator going back to like 2000. He was the Packers defensive coordinator in 2000 through 2003. And then in Atlanta from 2004 to 2006, and then he spent 13 years away from the game as, as a coordinator. And he was the, Broncos secondary coach He went to Washington University for a year, or University of Washington for a year. Then he was the secondaries coach with San Francisco with Fangio and with Harbaugh uh, for those early 2010s San Francisco Super Bowl contending teams. Uh, and then went to Chicago with Fangio and was still the secondary coach and then went to Denver with Fangio. So they've overlapped for – Minus this past year, about 12 years consecutively. Pretty safe to say if you just read the tea leaves and you see that the vacancies that the Dolphins already have, Ed Tonetel is probably going to be part of the staff and look. He's worked with Pete Carroll, Vic Fangio, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Mora, Mike Shanahan, some pretty – pretty impressive guys that he has worked with along the way. He'd be a valuable addition just based off getting this defense into a transition in which they're going to have to learn how to play a new system. That's a good thing. We um, we didn't just get Vic Fangio news yesterday, though. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, Adam Schefter tweet regarding one longtime AFC East quarterback. We're going to talk about that as well here today on the show, as well as talk about what I have coming up this week. But before we do, very excited to share our new sports betting partner here on the Locked On Network because it is America's number one sports book, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, it's even better because so are we, and we have a great opportunity for you. FanDuel has so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy, Download FanDuel now so you can get bet for Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your No sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That is fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So we also got the um, Adam Schefter affirmation that the Dolphins will not be, or not expected to, excuse me, uh, be pursuing Tom Brady this offseason. So read the tweet because I I think the, the specifics of the tweet are important to note here. Uh, The Miami Dolphins are not expected to pursue Tom Brady should the star quarterback decide he wants to return for the 2023 season. League sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter. There is a story here that ran in tandem with the report from Schefter. Uh, it says Brady stated he is undecided on his plans for next season, but the seven time Super Bowl winner is set to become an unrestricted free agent and will likely attract attention from multiple teams. Brady previously had been linked to the Dolphins, who were punished last year for the, by the NFL for tampering with the three time MVP on multiple occasions. But the Dolphins are committed to Tua Tungavillo as their starting quarterback for 2023, sources told Schefter, and were pleased with his development this past season under first year coach Mike McDaniel. Okay, so we've heard this. This isn't necessarily breaking news, but when stuff comes from Schefter, it obviously hits a little different. And this coming from Schefter... um, Certainly feels like it closes the door on that, but it's not guaranteed until Brady signs somewhere else in the same way that Vic Fangio feels done, but is not guaranteed. So here's what I would say, because I know Tua Tongvalo is a a polarizing player for the fan base. And Chris, general manager Chris Greer is a polarizing individual for the fan base. The way I look at this is you're going to get one of probably two outcomes. If the Dolphins stay committed to Tua Valoa, and he stays healthy, he'll reward them, right? Because we saw this year, he's capable of playing at a high level. And oh, by the way, in the same way that Tua Valoa always played Bill Belichick defense as well, because he went against a Bill Belichick type defense every day in practice, I can't help but think it will be a good thing, not only for your defensive performance, but for your offensive um, preparation to now start to go against two high safeties every day in practice and to go against the defense that everybody is trying to run. And obviously the Fangio defense is a lot more to it than just two high safeties, but that really is, is kind of the root of how they use the safeties as tools to react and attack from depth. We're going to talk a lot about the Fangio defense. Uh, throughout the course of, of the next several weeks uh, to, to talk about uh, really getting into the weeds on how the system works. But for Tua Tungvaloa to go against that kind of defense every day in practice, in the same way that it set him up for success from a performance in wins and loss and knowing what you're seeing perspective against the, the Flores defense is great. So the Dolphins are betting on Tua Tungvaloa in 2023. If you're somebody who, first of all, is, is everybody rooting for the team, regardless of whether whether what you feel or not, we should all be rooting for the Dolphins to win football games. And I can't believe really I say that, but you do. Sometimes people would rather be right than than be happy. <laughs> so. We, we can all want to be happy, and being happy involves the Dolphins winning. But if you're somebody who avidly loves two a tongue of a loan, Chris Greer, know this. Uh, 2023 is going to be huge because he will be entering into a contract year. I don't expect that they'll exercise the fifth-year option uh, because they're going to need to see, see him stay healthy. And if he stays healthy, then they'll have an opportunity to double down again. If you don't like Chris Greer, You don't like Tua Tungleville. You want to go in a different direction. Just know this. If the Dolphins get through next season, then the decision that they made to double down will be seen as confidence, and they will be rewarded. Tua will get a new contract, will firmly be in the weeds with that pathway which is what I hope happens because these are the people that are here. And I want to see the people that are here continue to be here because it means the team is winning. But if Tua gets hurt again it misses significant time, the Dolphins feel like they have another missed opportunity at the end of 2023, this decision will likely be seen not as confidence but as stubbornness. And with the quarterback on an expiring deal, that feels like the window in which you're probably going to make some of the changes that you, as a fan, if you don't like this brain trust and if you don't like the direction at quarterback, if it doesn't work, if if we're in the same shoes next year, we will be lamenting this decision. I hope we're not. I can't say that abundantly enough, because if we're if we're not, it means the team had a successful year, and the Dolphins won games, and Tua stayed healthy. Now, with them making this decision, again, just know you're going to have to live in a world where your backup quarterback is probably going to have to be a better quarterback than 10 starters across the league. That might sound daunting, but it's not crazy. I promise it's not crazy. I'll pull it up to prove it to you. Pulling up pro football reference. am just going through some starting quarterbacks across the league this year. Mike White, Mac Jones, Jacoby Brissett, Davis Mills, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan with the way that Matt Ryan played, Russell Wilson with the way Russell Wilson played. We mentioned Taylor Heineke. You had Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. You had Sam Darnold and... Baker Mayfield and a whole cast of characters. It's it, It's not as daunting as it sounds, but it means you're going to have to invest more at the backup quarterback position. The Dolphins need to invest more, and they need to carry three. The Dolphins need to, to be the most invested team in the NFL, the quarterback position, in a way that isn't paying the top guy the most money, but instead is by having the deepest room. The Dolphins have to have the deepest room in the NFL at the quarterback position for 2023. It's not an option. They have to. And that's a bummer because that will come with opportunity cost elsewhere on the team. But this team is going to be too talented and has too good of coaches to let it fall by the wayside and lose your starting quarterback and go one and four. It can't happen. It's happened twice. And oh, by the way, um, factoid for you: uh, there there are nine teams in the NFL, nine that have won more games than the Dolphins over the last three seasons. The Dolphins have twenty-eight wins over the last three seasons. So now think about it, if you get stability with that foundation that exists, even with how bad the defense was at times last year, even with how bad the offense was at times. With the backup quarterbacks in, even with how bad the offense was at the beginning first half of 2021. Ultimately, the Dolphins are tied for 10th most wins in the NFL the last three years. The foundation is here. I don't think I don't look at the Vic Fangio hire and say, oh, well, they won the offseason. So whoop de doo. Call me when you win something. They're the 10th most winning team in the NFL and sixth most winning team in the AFC. That's a nice place to be. The foundation's here. You got to get stability at the quarterback position. You got to play more complimentary football and you got to get better in the margins and situational football and game management. But the foundation exists. And now you get a guy who's going to fall in line with the direction of the roster on the defensive side of the ball. Can only be good things in my mind. The rest of this week for me, please know I am traveling. I am going to the Reese Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. I will be there through Sunday. And then the week after that, I am in uh, Phoenix for Super Bowl week. So you will get your team every day here on the Lockdown Network. But wanted to let you guys know the backdrops might be a little different, uh, the recording situation. Might be a little different, but we're going to still bring you all of the great content that we have all of this week. Plan accordingly. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins, your team every day. Fins up. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Talk to you all again tomorrow.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.